0: Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, our opportunity of coming here together today to learn more about how you have created us and and these um, amazing um, health principles that will affect us physically, mentally, and spiritually. Uh, Help us to know our next step in in obtaining this vibrant lifestyle that you uh, want us to have we want to reflect your character in every dimension of our life we want to be that testimony uh, of your love and your intervention in our life show us how to do that we pray in Jesus name Amen okay so on the handout beat overweight diabetes and pre-diabetes we've kind of touched on some of these things and we're going to continue to touch on these things in, the next, in our next two sessions, today and tomorrow. But the first thing on the list is get enough sleep. Because if you don't get enough sleep, the next day your cortisol levels are higher and you're going to crave sugar. That's one of the things. And don't you know that, you, that we make better decisions when we've slept well? I bet most of you have children or grandchildren, and you know what happens if we're sleep-deprived. Uh, choices are not always the best well it happens to all of us so getting enough sleep that's the first thing on this list is go to bed early and when we read the creation story we say, you know it says the evening and the morning was the first day it started in the evening so a good day starts at night getting to bed on time the second is to have those meals at regular times so it's predictable and making sure breakfast is is full of good fiber how many grams of fiber you want to have for breakfast at uh, 15 to 20 is a good idea get that fiber way up there for breakfast and try to eat within two hours after you wake up so if you wake up at 6 you want to eat by 8 the, probably the sooner the better after you wake up uh, but try not to let more than the, more than two hours go by and then spacing those meals every four to six hours if you go too long without eating between breakfast and the next meal, sometimes we become overly hungry and then we overeat later. Uh, we haven't talked much about intermittent fasting, but uh, something that can be very useful for diabetics is to have that morning meal around eight-ish or so and then have an afternoon meal around two-ish or so and then you go eighteen you go 16 hours before the next meal. And they call that intermittent fasting. It helps to kind of recalibrate the metabolism. So the recommendation is maybe to do that maybe once a week so that you have this this, uh, extra punch to help your metabolism. Now, if you are on long-acting insulin, you need to check. It's been a while since I've actually worked with uh, the medications for diabetes. But you need to find out what that peak action is if you are on long, ins- long insulin, well, when the- if you're taking insulin. So if that's so, this may not be a great idea for you. Uh, but on oral medications, it, sh- it should be fine. It's a good idea maybe to talk with your healthcare professional about that. But to do that intermittent fasting um, maybe once a week, and we-, we can come back to that if you have questions. The th- third is to drink adequate water. Uh, when when you don't drink enough water, then you've got more thicker blood basically, and it can be more concentrated in lots of uh, ways. Why would you want to avoid juice? Sugar, high high sugar content, no fiber. So you know you could have three oranges for that glass of orange juice, or three big apples for that glass of apple juice goes into the system too fast. So water becomes your preferred beverage. Number four, eating high fiber foods, at least 50 grams of fiber a day. We're gonna talk more about that. Choosing healthful fats, uh, staying away from the the saturated fats as much as possible because those those saturated fats really uh, have a strong impact on that insulin resistance. Limiting sugar intake uh, and all the names for sugar that is on the label Going for that exercise every day and we had uh, an amazing testimony. Is it Rose? Ruth 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 was telling us today that Just by the exercise that she's been getting you're seeing an amazing difference in your blood sugar levels just this week This they've come way down. Yeah. Yes. Doing treadmill walking this winter, you started. <clears throat> and when you, when you did 10 minutes, you were like worn out. And then? About a month after you started walking, I'm doing this with the tape. You started to get floaters in your eyes. And it was really uh, kind of an irritating thing for your vision. When you were walking, those floaters went away for you. A lifestyle medicine specialist told you the cardio benefit is not just for your heart and lungs, but it's for all your body and also your eyes. Exercise helps that. So exercise is, is, is a big picture, and you actually got a handout on exercise. We have a PowerPoint that goes with that. It's called Exercise Goes to Your Head, uh, but it helps to keep that blood sugar stabilized. And when we did our Marshall Islands program, we did that 10 minute walk after every meal. So two big things. I just want you to really remember is have those beans really often go for that 10 minute walk after every time you eat, it can help those blood sugars come down, stabilize, use up that readily available glucose and can make a huge difference. That with getting enough sleep, those three things are so powerful. And drink your water (laughs) Uh, but trying to be active at least an hour a day um, and it doesn't have to be consecutive it can be in 10 minute slots and you may have some difficulty getting around but just going for a five-minute walk getting up and moving uh, and uh, maybe getting a pedometer or something so that you know uh, how many steps you're getting and of course stress is an issue as well so we're going to be this is just kind of the big picture Of where we're going and you're going to notice that we're going to be bringing out a lot of these points as we continue today and and tomorrow so the fiber I just wanted we we were talking about some of the sources of fiber yes if you want to do aerobic exercise should you do it before or after it's really an individual experience Um, People say, what's the best time of the day? What's the best exercise to do? Well, it's the one that you will actually do and keep doing. Uh, So there are some people who who enjoy exercise before they eat. It depends on how hard you're going to work out. Now, I can exercise probably, you know, a half hour after I eat because I'm probably not going to, you know, do something too crazy amazing. My son, he would never exercise right after he ate because he's into, you know, doing some really crazy stuff. (laughs) He owns a gym. (laughs) So uh, it really depends on the intensity of that. But taking that walk after eating is really essential to get that blood sugar where you want it. I would say that is a number one, ought to be written on a prescription uh, from your medical professional. It is just really, really, really important. One of the it's 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 medicine. Exercise is medicine. Yes. Well, um, your your lifting and your grilling are your appetite hormones, and they are affected by a number of things in our life. Eating the right kind of fiber affects those appetite hormones. When you eat sugar, it throws them off. Eating the types of right types of fats affect your appetite hormones. And they can throw them off. Getting enough sleep or not getting enough sleep throws off appetite hormones. So we want to get our appetite hormones under control. right? So we want to do everything possible. And a regular exercise program can do that. Um, at early morning exercise especially outside when you have the bright light that can help increase serotonin it can help to calibrate a uh, uh, circadian rhythm or helping you to to um, your body to uh, actually you just feel better I mean in in our when you're dealing with depression one of the things we recommend is that early morning light but of course getting outside going for a walk uh, in the morning, there are so many wonderful things that's happening in balancing our mind body and spirit So what's dietary fiber did anybody get the definition of dietary fiber? I don't think we said it. but Do you know what it is? so it is um, It's the non-digestible carbohydrates and lignans so this is the stuff that's just going to go right on through but that doesn't mean that it doesn't have a job on its path through and it's in plants. You don't find fiber in um, uh, animal products. So it's a structural part of a plant. Just kind of visualizing, you know, a celery, and you've got those strings. Well, that something similar to that is going on in the plants. So it's found in all plants, and the body doesn't have an enzyme to break down that particular fiber, uh, the, the dietary fiber. But it has a lot of benefits by its presence in the gut. There's three major types of dietary fiber, and one is soluble, one is insoluble, and one is the resistant starch. Beans are the highest in fiber. How many grams of fiber are in beans? In a cup of beans, how much fiber do you get? Yeah, that's a good one. 10 to 16 grams of fiber in a cup of beans. You can't find, cook. Uh, So, you can't find any other foods that's going to quite match that. And it's got all of those three different types of fiber in it. Um, It's a staple. Most cultures have survived because they have been eating a bean and a grain. Um, And when you look at the longest-lived societies, those blue zones, they have beans as a primary part of their, um, their regular dietary regime. It's also packed with vitamins and minerals. It's the very highest. If you look at the chart of antioxidants, phytochemicals, you're going to find beans way up there at the top. Uh, they're higher in antioxidants than berries. Uh, so uh, the vitamins and minerals, you've got calcium and iron and potassium and, and um, uh, things that help you become stress resilient, uh, help to control the appetite. So uh, how will eating more fiber help? It fills you up so it can help reduce weight. It is the very best weight reduction, weight maintaining diet, if you want to call it that, uh, eating program that's out there because God packaged the food that way. We cannot walk around in this culture hungry. You just can't do it. There's too many other, there's too many temptations out there. We have to be satisfied. And when we get the right nutrients, that helps us to be satisfied and helping to get enough of that dietary fiber. That is the trick, and it comes from whole foods. i going to say 10 cents a serving for driving 30 cents per Oh, and the cost. What a deal. Yeah, what a deal. You can't get a food that's... Uh, that's uh, any cheaper either. Keeps that blood sugar under control and helps to balance the the glucose and insulin. It even helps blood pressure. And one of the ways it does that um, is that they're very high in potassium. So you want a potassium-sodium ratio that helps with the blood pressure. So uh, you know how to use beans. There's all kinds of different ways. We saw some ways this morning. and I've, after doing this, uh, I did this at the PMC Church uh, in, in Berrien. And uh, it was really funny. I was talking about these benefits of fiber. So the next week I come back and I go, OK, what'd you do with, what did you do with beans this week? And a lady says, I put them in pancakes. And I go, what? She said, I just blended up those white beans in my pancake batter. Nobody knew they were there. And they were delicious. <laughs> Now, you've probably had them maybe in waffles. Have you had the garbanzo oat waffles? There's a recipe going out around there. Yeah, with that. Uh, and and uh, and I've learned to, uh, to put them in like tomato sauce, put red beans in tomato sauce. So when I'm cooking something, I go, what kind of bean can I put in this recipe? So it's not, am I going to have some beans? It's which ones am I going to have, and what am I going to hide it in, or what am I going to put it in? And, uh, and I think you can get really creative. Yes? Do you get the same benefit out of a chickpea if you
1: roast
0: Yeah. One more time. Do you get the same benefit from a chickpea if you roast them? Uh, yes. Okay. The fiber is the same. Okay. That's right. But, but the principle still holds that if you eat food intact, especially in a therapeutic experience, there's going to be a greater benefit. You know, we do the hummus and that's wonderful. And you notice today that one of the things Chef um, Anthony did is uh, when he did the garbanzo hummus, he left it a little, he just pulsed it and it didn't come to Mm -hmm. such a... It's called a thick paste. A thick paste, yeah. So if it's more chunky, There's some advantage to that, but hummus is a great food. And when you're traveling and you need to uh, find something in the deli, hummus is a great thing to to choose. And (laughs) putting them in salads. Now, what kind of beans do you like in your salad? So yeah, just just, uh, uh, rinse them and uh, have them ready for your salads. So what are some of the benefits? Uh, for soluble fiber these form a gel and these are the ones that are especially amazing for uh, diabetics and also for good gut bacteria mm-hmm. so well, they're easily digested by the bacteria in the lower intestine and these things ferment in a good way uh, the the, be- the best soluble fiber sources are beans or any type of legumes be- beans and peas uh, the oats so these are really high in the soluble fiber. And then there's a, couple, there's a few uh, veggies where the oats and barley are there. And I think we've got a few veggies here too. Some apples, citrus, berries, nuts, flaxseed. Um, and it's going to provide this fullness so that I am satisfied. And you leave home with a full stomach. And if you get to work and there's donuts on the table, it's a different experience than if you're starving. If you are starving and you didn't have a good, if you had cornflakes and orange juice for breakfast, then you go to the donut and it's a different, the, the, that donut talks to you in a different way.
1: And just, uh, just to reiterate that, Evelyn, um, these two chip ahoy cookies, uh, 200 and what, 200. 170, 170 calories, or you could have a banana and 25 strawberries, and strawberries have pectin fiber, or you could have three peaches and the 25 strawberries or a banana. And citrus is high in these pectin fibers, which increase not only increase the meal satisfaction, but delays the return of hunger. So uh, that's quite a dramatic uh, difference, isn't it? And in those wonderful beans, you're not only going to get that dietary fiber, but you're also going to get 15 grams of protein in a cup. And that also is a great satiety it, it gives meal satisfaction for a long time.
0: Yes. Yes. Green peas. Uh huh. Green peas. Lima beans. Peas. Yes. 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 So it helps control and delay hunger. Lowers the the bad kind of cholesterol. It actually absorbs, kind of like a sponge, uh, the bile salts, and they are excreted, so they don't go back into the liver to raise cholesterol levels and you've got better insulin and blood sugar control. So this is the secret, eat fiber foods, especially the, uh, so it's gonna fight diabetes, heart disease and obesity. So you're asking yourself, when and how can I get more of these soluble fibers? And then we have these insoluble fibers. They absorb water and they help to move the food through the digestive system Faster. Where did my, here it is. Your rope. So this is the sponge that is kind of like the, the soluble fiber that absorbs the uh, cholesterol. But how long is your digestive tract? How long do you think it is? Would you hold on to this? It's about 30 feet. and when you eat fiber it helps move the food through the the digestive system smoother faster easier so if there's any issues with constipation fiber is the answer so insoluble fiber are also found in beans and in whole grains and vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. So what are the benefits? Speeds up the transit time in the, in the intestinal tract. Uh, inflammatory pro- properties. It helps to reduce inflammation. Inflammation is the root of lifestyle diseases. And when you have uh, these types of foods with all the benefits that go with them, it helps to reduce inflammation, especially in the gut. Lowers... Um, different types of uh, irritable bowel syndrome or any types of uh, digestive uh, bowel problems. But if you have ulcer, you know, if you have an inflamed uh, gut, then you may want to be a little bit easier on it. But once you have diverticulosis, diverticulitis has to be treated a little bit different. But if you have diverticulosis, you want a high-fiber diet to keep that food moving through the, in- the intestinal tract. Lowers risk of colon cancer, uh, fights diabetes, heart disease, and obesity, and it helps to it helps the, that gut bacteria mm-hmm. to the right types of bacteria to grow. And all of that bacteria is is we're finding out multiple functions of the bacteria. It helps to assimilate some of the vitamins and minerals. It, it produces. Um, um, substances that help to lower the, the risk of colon cancer. And number three is resistant starch. Resistant starch is the, uh, any type of starch food that is digested in the lower bowel and colon and not in the small intestine. And it happens to be in foods that uh, once you cool them, the, the type of starch, the chemistry of the starch changes into this resistant starch and it stays there. So when you make uh, potatoes and cool them and make potato salad or you reheat that potato, you still have that resistant starch. Beans, after they've been uh, cooked, so the canned beans would have more of the resistant starch. Uh, Or pasta, when you make the pasta salad. Uh, So after they cool, after these certain, these starchy foods cool, then, they produce this special starch that becomes food for the gut bacteria in the lower part of the colon. Uh, Slightly green bananas happens to be on that list too. So what are those benefits? Improves GI health, especially in the colon. Lowers the post-meal insulin and blood sugar. So after the meal, it will help that blood sugar level to stay down. Lowers cholesterol and triglycerides and fights diabetes. Um, heart disease and obesity. Have you noticed
1: that that last item is on every single type of fiber? <laughs> every single one.
0: That's right. That is the, the fighter. <laughs> and the resistant
1: starch and the uh, soluble fibers increase mineral absorption. That's just right. an amazing thing as well. And improve mood.
0: Makes you feel better. Makes you nicer. You can get along with people better. So, how?
1: That's what's going on. That's why we're all so cheerful it.
0: around here. Feed it to your family. Yeah. <laughs> so, how much fiber do you think most people get? The average intake is about 10 grams. What's our target? Our target is 30 to 50. Um, children get about 1 percent of the fiber that they need. What do you think might happen for their uh, uh, obedience level and, and happiness if we were to <laughs> increase fiber? So the optimal, we've got 25 here. That's what the government recommendation is. But up to 50. And for children, it's about 20 grams a day, based on their size. That is that the government have fiber in the school. Uh, there was a mention that some of our, the way, some of the foods that the kids are served in our school system uh, could really be improved. And right? it is
1: being improved, and it's a shame to see children throw apples sent from home into the waste basket, too. So we have a work to do to make it tasty and tempting and to create a culture of uh, enjoying these wonderful foods.
0: It is true. Yeah, some of these foods, if the kids were eating it at home, they would enjoy it more at school. Some of these foods that they, they're trying to incorporate into the meals. So the, the handout that you had yesterday has some of this information. Um, so uh, having, when you have whole grains, there's between 2 and 12 grams of fiber, depending on where you're, what you're choosing. Uh, choosing a whole grain bread that has at least 2 grams of fiber is a, is a better choice. And there are choices that are even greater than that. Um, Up to uh, some of the whole grain cereals, as we saw, may have even 10 or 11 grams in a serving. Fruits and vegetables range from 2 to 12. And as we already mentioned, the beans in a cup has 10 to 16 grams of fiber. So let's look at a couple of meals. Here's a typical breakfast of cornflakes, milk, and some orange juice. How much fiber do we have there? And that whole thing. And how many calories? Okay, so we're looking at trying to stay, you know, somewhere around 500 calories or so, you know, as a target for a meal. And uh, we're way up there with just those three items. But let's look at this second one. When we've got some oats, blueberries, blackberries, and some walnuts. Uh, we've got less calories, and we have a whole lot more fiber, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, and a lot more tasty, a lot more color, a lot more phytochemicals. These are, this is a power breakfast that can get yeah. you through the morning and give you brain uh, fuel. So the cheeseburger, fries, and cola, check out the calories there. we got almost 1,000 calories going.
1: And look at the grams and of fiber. you got to eat every sesame seed.
0: <laughs> every yeah. sesame seed on that bun. <laughs> uh, so you've got... Grams of fiber there, not much, right? But let's look at a a, a nice mixed green salad with some black beans, brown rice, and a corn tortilla. We've got almost 21 grams of fiber there, and the calories are cut below half. It's less than half of what's there. It's going to fill you up, keep you full for the afternoon, and your afternoon is going to be more productive. Your brain is going to work better because it's got what it needs. And then there's some chicken and coleslaw and a dinner with a scoop of ice cream. Okay, we've got two grams of fiber and 1,000 calories going down. How long is that going to stay with you uh, s- to give you satisfaction? It might stay with you for a long time. But, <laughs> uh, but looking at some soup and making the supper a lighter meal so that you, know, you can get that good restful sleep. In the evening so we've got 10 grams of fiber and 300 calories and this is the this is the direction that can bring healing to our body and mind um, so also looking at you know you've got a five ounce candy bar or you could eat three pounds of apples what's the chew factor going here and the satisfaction and the nutrients and the pectin is found in that too You've got a milkshake, or you could eat five bananas. Anybody here able to eat five bananas at one time? Maybe we could have a little contest. You could do that. (laughs) There's a couple of us who could probably do that. Uh, But it's going to take a whole lot longer than sipping on that. We're not going
1: to ask you how many cups of popcorn you can eat. (laughs) Evelyn loves popcorn. I've seen her eat a whole lot of popcorn. (laughs) I am a popcorn
0: (laughs) lover. Okay, and looking at that Danish we're showing you here, and you could have that apple, banana, orange, and a half a cantaloupe. Wow. But the issue is, is you play offense and not defense. Because if you get into that, I gotta have a sugar, sometimes it's really, really tough. Yeah, so tough. if you making sure you get that fiber before you get into a sugar craving, that's where we're headed. So that you you're not in this intense situation that makes it really difficult. A healthy diet pattern can result in significant weight loss without even having to look at calories and fat for some people. You know, if you will, if you focus on fiber and you're filling up your plate with with those colors and with fiber, uh, that can make all the difference. And so you want that plate to look with like uh, something like this, filling it at least half with either fruits or veggies some good protein foods and fiber foods in your beans and some whole grain um, uh, or intact uh, grains uh, as part of that is a really great way to balance. People who consume generous amounts of dietary fiber compared to those who have minimal fiber intake are at lower risk for all kinds of health issues. We see a correlation in all the different countries and others are following suit that um, development of coronary uh, artery disease or heart disease, stroke, hypertension, diabetes, obesity, and some GI problems. So it's not going to only help with weight reduction and blood sugar, but it's it's the healing diet. It's the healing diet for the body. It's the healing diet for the brain. So these foods contain phytochemicals and have anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory properties, and lots of other benefits that's going to come along with it. So how can you get more fiber? Tell somebody next to you. How can you get more fiber?
1: Oh, that's so fun. That is such a fun discussion. Yeah. OK, there's a
0: question about uh, there's a question about um, the gas from the beans. Now, do you think people in Mexico have problems with gas? You think everybody, you think no? Why, why, do you, why do you say no? Because their body is used to it. That's right. they, they had beans in the womb. <laughs> their mother ate them. In India, in some of these cultures, they've just grown up eating beans. And so they have the enzyme to digest. So there's two carbohydrates in beans. They have to be digested in the colon. And it takes enzymes and bacteria in order to digest them. And so if you don't ever eat beans and they come, they show up, the, the, the gut goes, whoa, I'm not real sure what to do with this. And so it produces gas. But as you continue to eat beans, your body says, okay, I will produce what it needs in order to digest And so you get the right bacteria, you get those enzymes, and uh, so it may be a good idea to start out slowly. You know, you eat uh, um, small amounts. So you may have a fourth of a cup or a third of a cup that you start out with, and you slowly increase uh, the, the, the times that you eat it, and then maybe start increasing the quantity. Some, that some, you
1: eat. Uh, some beans are less gas-producing. That's true. Garbanzo like, beans are less gas-producing. And lentils? Lentils. Cooking the beans well mm-hmm. also makes a difference. You can bring them to a boil, and then, uh, then you can pour off the starch. Uh, and then if all else fails, one lady told me after a meeting, just get out of the car and check your tires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but keep eating beans. Well, that 10-minute walk after meals can be helpful. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> oh the other thing i want to mention is eating slow eating slow just causes chewing well
0: eating slow lots of saliva the saliva starts the, dig- the digestive process of carbohydrates mm-hmm. i've heard that when you're cooking the beans you put a little
1: baking soda in heard that yes okay. you yeah. could
0: that putting the baking soda in can sometimes reduce the flatulence but it also takes away some of the b vitamins It destroys B1. But you're going to get a lot of B vitamins in
1: all the foods that you're eating with the beans. And you know, if you believe it's going to work, it is going to help you. There is a mental thing about all of this too. If that's what it
0: takes for you to eat beans, then then do do whatever it it takes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some
1: people put a slice of apple in it, and there's all kinds of different. You can cook them and then freeze them. And
0: yeah, once they're frozen, that also helps break down the carbohydrate, make it more digestible. Yes. Okay, bring it to a boil and throw the water off. That's a good idea. Yes? The meat tenderizer. What brand do you use? Okay, so you add a little of that to the beans? Make sure you get something that has the good stuff in it but really yeah, the
1: suggestion of just incorporating little amounts at your meals is anything anytime you shift a a food pattern it is going to create a gi change no matter just what increasing fiber yes. because
0: yes. if you haven't if you've been the 10 gram a day fiber eater and you go to 50 tomorrow you're going to feel it, and there are so, so you many, just go slowly. There
1: are so many different kinds of fibers. They're just molted, and they are all amazing, and they work synergistically together. So the more that we get of a variety of food, then the gut bacteria will respond, and you'll have just this amazing uh, neighborhood of gut bacteria that are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, anti-prolific, which means that they kind of fight cancer, and uh, antiviral. So, and then you also increase the absorption of food, lower GIPH, um, and, so, and then eat, then the mindset that we have as we're enjoying our meals. And meal timing also makes a difference with gas production and bloating. Your body will prepare you for, for time to eat. We, are just, we just are creatures that really do well when we're on a, on a schedule as much as possible.
0: That's right. Okay. Oh, me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so how how are you going to get more? Talk to each other for breakfast. We, they
0: just did. Oh. oh
1: Okay, for breakfast. What did you say?
0: How are you going to get more fiber? More
1: for breakfast? What are you going to do?
0: Oats. Okay. Oats, what else? Fruit. Beans. fruit, beans.
1: Beans, what else? Boy, you just got something amazing from Evelyn when you say that. More <laughs> fruit, more nuts. What about some? Whole? Grains. 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 What about some? Some?
0: Seeds,
1: yeah, and it's amazing how you can incorporate these into your meals in the morning, and they're just—they're uh, just so amazing. Okay, what about for lunch? How can think of your world? Uh, you're busy. You're at work. You're—you're you're traveling. How can you incorporate some more of these fresh, beautiful foods? Remember, in the, for those of you that were at the morning class, three cheers for salad!
0: Raw, 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 raw. raw. raw.
1: So, how can you add value to your salads? How can you get that? How can you tote your roughage, get your roughage ready? What are you going to do so that you can increase some fiber at lunchtime? Put some beans in your salad salad or peanuts, that's a legume, or garbanzos or nuts in your salad. What are you going to do to make that salad more gorgeous? You're going to put more color, some chopped kale. You can buy bags of chopped vegetables and kale that are already done for you and these little amazing cute boxes or handsome boxes, however you want to look at it, that that you can get those little ice things and put assemble a wrap uh so yeah yeah you can go to subway get get a lot of veggies they they have raw spinach there that's so cool so you can get a lot of fiber uh, at lunchtime.
0: ethnic food ethnic restaurants often have a bean option
1: what's fresh on the menu when i go to olive garden i ask them to make the entire salad with raw spinach and then put a bunch of raw veggies in it it's fantastic it just changes the whole meal so, just this is a real special time in your day at mealtime. How else can you get fiber now? How can you get a, a small supper? What are we going to do for, for smaller suppers that are still colorful and healthy? What are we going to do? Have some fruit. What can we do? those I make wowser waffles a little something small, something that 's nutrient packed but not high in calories so some fresh fruit, maybe some uh, baked pita with hummus, those are the kinds of choices that are going to not uh, overstuff a person, and you'll sleep well at night, but you'll still get some fiber and antioxidants on all those wonderful carotenoids, and by the way, there, we think of carrots and carrot juice when we think of carotenoids, correct? Isn't that the first thing that comes to your mind if you're a juicer, but there are more than 500 carotenoids in the plant kingdom, 500, and at least 100 of them we know uh, are very bioactive and very powerful in human metabolism. So just having more of those carotenoids in your bloodstream lowers, just there's a linear relationship with lower irritability, lower stress, and better sleeping.
0: And so it's found in all the orange yeah, fruits and, uh, and vegetables.
1: Orange, red, yellow, green. So anytime you can pack your plate with color, you are, you are elevating serum levels of a compound that are going to calm you down and help mm-hmm. you sleep better. Isn't that great news? Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. So let's go on here. How can we get more? Well, first, choose more of the good stuff. Choose more of the good stuff. Eat a rainbow of colors. So what's... <laughs> What are some great things that you know of that are red? Just let's do a root association, word red. association. Raise your hand, I'll call on you, point on you. Red, grapes, pepper, tomato,
0: tomato. red, Strawberries.
1: Strawberries. 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 watermelon, raspberries. raspberries, apples, cherries, pomegranate. pomegranate. You're all going to walk out of here and go eat, I know.
0: red orange
1: okay put your hand up orange orange what comes to your mind okay that doesn't count orange I said orange okay yes sweet potato sweet peppers mango papaya squash banana okay red orange yellow tomatoes Yellow, yellow yellow squash what else lemon Pepper, what comes from Hawaii? (laughs) Red, orange, yellow, green, green, think of her hair, curly kale, pardon? Kohlrabi, yes, broccoli, kiwi, Kiwi. artichoke, yeah, I love those artichokes, cucumber, Blue, blue, deep blue, blueberries, Blueberries. grapes, blackberries, eggplant, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, oh, we got it, it. do we have it, so cool, get a good variety, all right, I spent a lot of time on that, we want to use healthy fats like avocados, nuts, oils and olive oil, Ev, go, just skip that right now, okay, we have a demo we're going to do for you maybe tomorrow, So we want to frequent the produce department. That's the Department of Defense. Enjoy a variety of colors. Just look at all the the images that came into our minds as we talked about those things. Focus on beans, grains, and legumes, whole grains and legumes. Eat more family meals at home. Begin meals with raw fruits and vegetables. And pack your meals for work and school. And that's a really easy thing to do these days. Choose veggie options when eating out. Just look at your menu as, as a list of options. There are food items all over the menu that you can ask the chef to put together a great meal for you, and they're happy to do it. Read labels, drink plenty of water when? Between meals. More color, more variety, more flavor, and more fun. Because when you feel better, what happens? Let's read it together. Life is better. That's right. Life is better. So we talked yesterday about this great battle that we are in. And this battle must be fought on five different levels. So there's the battle of the environment. Oh, okay. So what's the first battle? (laughs) Battle of the? The environment. Environment. I mean, that was a giveaway. That was a giveaway. So your environment is what? surrounds you your environment is what surrounds you you're driving you're tired you go into a gas station uh and and what's what do you see when you walk in there you see candy you see soda pop you see energy drinks you see these icky things in the refrigerator you see chips chops and lollipops but what else is in there these days there's fruit fruit, there there are dried veggies and chickpeas there are nuts there there's water there's there's often fresh fruit so you've got to be vigilant and, and, and plan plan the situation that you are going to be in. There's a battle of culture, that's what pressures you. That, that culture may be your work pressure, it may be a family, it may be ethnic, uh, it may be your social or religious group, so the culture we live in calls us and it pressures us. And it includes not only what you think about your food, but it's also about what other people think about their food. So, it takes time and perseverance to counteract cultural expectations. So what can we do? When you're at a social event, what can you do? Bring some beautiful, colorful options. Focus on what's available that is already there that is healthy. Don't criticize. Other people's choices. Don't act how? (laughs) Deprived. Oh, I gotta have a salad. (laughs) Eat more of the healthy foods that you already like. What do you already really love that's really healthy? What do you love? What do you love? Tell me, raise your hand. What do you love that's healthy? Avocados, what else? What do you love that's healthy? You love what? Beans, you you just get something free. I don't know what it is. Evelyn's got a book for you. Yes? Blueberries, pineapple, pineapple. what do you love? Walnuts, strawberries, mango, salads. Okay, you people need to get together and have a social event. It's going to be great. Make more of your own meals, eat as a family, or eat with the Lord, you know, plate your food, make it attractive to you. You are special to God. Amen? You, you, there's a big difference between being alone and being lonely. Amen. When you are alone, you still have the presence of God with you. And you can prepare your home so that you are ready to entertain anyone who is needy, who comes by. Uh, and, and so you don't have to live a lonely life, even if you are alone winning the battle of biology it takes time and perseverance to develop healthy soup (laughs) the metabolic soup it takes time and perseverance so we don't just instantly uh, have this craving and it's not easy right away so in the beginning you may feel wrong but you have to do what you know not what you feel and over time your body will respond to the choices that you are making. We have people here in this room that within two weeks, they've cut their insulin in half uh, just, by ma- just by increasing exercise or some, some of these uh, changes, increasing dietary fiber. So daily exercise, this is really incredible. Uh, m- energy is created in muscle in these little factories in every cell of your body there is mitochondria and those are factories for producing energy and when you don't move those factories shut down so if an if energy factories begin to shut down what happens to your energy levels what happens to that that goes down so what happens to your motivation to move it goes down what What happens to mental energy? It goes down. What goes up? Depression, weight, anxiety, lethargy, what they call lassitude. It's just lack of initiative. And so daily exercise is is a Kickstarter for creating energy. And it's counterintuitive because when your energy levels are low because the glucose can't get into the cells, the first symptom is what? Fatigue and lack of energy. But what's the thing that gets those doors open? Exercise. So exercise is going to build muscle. When you build muscle, you build mitochondria. Mitochondria is what produces energy. And you also burn fat. It increases your resting metabolic rate. That means that when you are sitting still doing nothing, your body is burning more energy. Does that sound like a good idea? For your body to burn more energy when you are, when you are sitting. Now, we're going to see what that looks like. It also defats muscle. So, when you, when you used to purchase, uh, if you ever did, uh, I grew up in that world. I was raised in the wine business and I knew nothing of Adventists. I thought Seventh day Adventists was some kind of roofing outfit that was open seven days a week. Advent, venting system, something. I never heard of it until I was 19. And so, I grew up. Uh, With a totally different worldview, different mindset, different religion, different everything. And I was actually an atheist when I was exposed to Seventh-day Adventists. But uh, it was not uncommon for us to have a grade A steak. So what would make it a grade A piece of meat? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lots
1: of what? Lots of fat. And when it's all through the muscle, what do they call it? They call it? Marbled meat, don't they? Because the fat is all throughout, it's marbled all throughout that. So, how do you create an animal that has marbled meat? How do you do it? How do you create a beef cow with marbled meat? What do you have to do? You have to overfeed it. Yes, sir? Grain.
0: Okay, grain.
1: You have to overfeed it and you have to keep it still. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so you have to keep it from moving and you have to overfeed the animal. And then you get, de- they, you get muscle. I want to show you what that looks like. So this here, this is human muscle that looks like a grade A steak, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's, this is fatty skeletal muscle. This is what insulin resistance looks like. And insulin resistance begins in skeletal muscle. This is what it looks like. This is what fatigue looks like. This is what inactivity looks like. This is what overfeeding looks like. This is what mental fatigue looks like in skeletal muscle. And it progresses. What begins as peripheral insulin resistance, then it becomes central. Now you've got fatty liver, then you have fatty pancreas, and then it goes to the brain, and you're starting to develop Alzheimer's disease. So you want to begin to reverse this. How? Move. You've got to move, and it defats the muscles. And when that, it's this that is keeping the glucose from getting into the cells. So when you begin to exercise and eat high fiber foods, it makes those cells more sensitive to the insulin, so that the glu so that they can carry that energy into the cells, so that you can have real energy. And then there's this other awesome thing about how God has built these backup systems into our bodies. He is so amazing because he knows even the cheapest computers have backup systems. So the Lord has built these wonderful backup systems to aid in your recovery. So one of them is that in muscle are something called glucose transporters. So these transporters, when you move, so say you're a type 1 diabetic, when you start exercising, especially resistance training, those glucose transporters, even if your insulin receptors aren't working well, they go to the surface of the cell, grab the glucose, and bring it in. And when you build more muscle, you get more of those transporters. So you use that energy even more efficiently. Can we just say thank the Lord for that? Amen. Amen. So we, So let's just say together, it's all about muscle. It's all about muscle. So I'm going to get to where I can arm wrestle people next year. <laughs> so by building, this is fantastic. By building What? Muscle, and that doesn't mean these ripply people. By building muscle, you increase the number of calories that your body burns when? At rest. It is so beautiful, God's plan. Winning the battle of the brain. It takes time and perseverance to actually restore that healthy brain function. And so when, in Revelation, when it talks about the, here here is the perseverance of the saints, here's the endurance of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Perseverance is a miracle in a brown wrapper. When you do what you know to do, even though it's not what you're used to, it's not what your flesh wants to do, but you know that it's what God wants you to do, just because it's hard doesn't mean that God isn't in it. The discipline of doing is a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle that God gives us. Amen. So let's thank him. For it. Balanced eating and daily exercise repair brain regions that help you to initiate new behavior. To initiate new behavior, do we need to do that? Yes. Stick to a plan, do we need to do that? Tame your emotions, do we need to do that? We're told in inspired writings that the thoughts and feelings combined constitute character. To beat addictions, do we need to do that? and to form new habits. We spoke yesterday about the brain functions that we call insight. Insight is wisdom. It's knowing what to do. Foresight is being able to predict a consequence. Oversight is the part of you that monitors yourself. Hindsight is retroactive learning. It's learning from our mistakes. We pray for these characteristics of the brain, but I will tell you that the lifestyle that Evelyn and I are talking to you about is God's way of giving you those gifts. It's God's God's way. The miracle of giving you the will and the desire to do it and the power to do it, that's the miracle. But you've got to make the choice. You've got to do it. It's got to be important to you. Amen? Amen. So daily exercise is going to improve your mood. I purposely parked my car over here even though I need to go across campus. Why do you think I did that? Because I've been sitting here working on getting programs ready today. So what do I need or I'm just going to get grouchy. That's right. So I'm going to pray for a good mood, but I'm also going to go for a soul stroll. Reduces stress, reduces impulsivity. Whoa, do we need that? Controls appetite. It's really interesting that exercising people have lower appetite, fewer cravings, and improves judgment. So we want to fight carbs with carbs. This is Evelyn's strategy. When she's working with uh, diabetics, she just swaps out those refined carbs for grains. And she puts them on grains for what, two, three days, Evelyn? Total grains to fight those carbs, uh, those carb cravings. Stock up on what kind of food? Eat more raw fruits and vegetables. I just really, and I even when I get home from trips, there's nothing in my refrigerator. I have a big bag. I wait for these berries to go on sale. I put them in there. I'll put some frozen waffles in there. I put a few things in my freezer so that when I get home and I'm exhausted and I, don't, I can't cook and I may be turning around to go on another trip in a couple of days, I have nuts, I have berries, I have whole grains, I have beans in the freezer. They're there for me and it helps me recover for the next event. Uh, And the only thing I actually have to get at the store, I'll go and get one of those fabulous chopped kale salads with all the goodies in them with chopped Brussels sprouts in there and carrots and a little lemon and olive oil, and you're good to go. So that's how I maintain my strength for the schedule that I'm on. Uh, Focus on beans, whole grains, and legumes. We hope you're excited about that. So let's do some fill-ins. Instead of a loaded pizza, enjoy put your hand up what Enjoy. a loaded salad, a loaded salad? <laughs> how can you have some kind of a pizza that's fun and easy, easy. Make, make the pizza without. what make it without that stuff sure <laughs> sure okay instead of candy and sweets what uh, fruit. fresh fruit instead of pastries whole grains, grains fruits and nuts some pastries have more cholesterol than a steak yep. instead of soft drinks water. water herb teas instead of chips fr- instead of fried chips potatoes. potatoes or you know treat yourself to some baked chips they're half the calories yeah. instead of ice cream have a good fruit smoothie Wow if you've got the stuff in your freezer uh, it, it really works very very well so, what about the spiritual? That's a battle that we, a battle front that's major, right? Because the enemy is, is out to destroy your faculties. And that's what this is all about. So the spiritual front is who is leading you. The Bible says we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against what? Wicked spiritual forces in the heavenly world. But you can win the spiritual battle, but it takes time and perseverance, it takes daily time with God in his word, in prayer, and sitting before God, just sitting in his presence. I have a history of a migraine in my family, plus some uh, m- mechanical problems that make me very prone to migraine, and there are times that I have had a migraine, and I, I crave my worship, but if any of you have ever had a migraine, you understand that you can't think, you can't listen to anything. You can't see anything that has light. They're very, very painful. And I have literally said, God, I just have to spend time with you. Do you crave time with God, personal time? That's a really important question. And, and I will just sit. I remember this one time. I said, I've just got to have time with you. And I just literally sat in my chair. I said, I can't even think. I can't, it hurts to pray. But I'm just going to sit before you and just be in your presence. And you know what? It was a precious, a precious experience just to put myself in God's hands when I could not think and couldn't even pray. He's a precious Savior, amen? So He is so good. Curb every passion. Be on the alert. Your great accuser, the devil, is going about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. We see the results of his work in disease, destruction, addiction, misery, and violence all over this planet. Um, we're told in inspired writings, and this made me weep, because after being a bulimic for 20 years and still making mistakes, do you think that, you think that Evelyn and I have just perfected our walk with God? No, the Lord says he's going to remove the dross from us until probation closes, and so he puts us in circumstances that reveal our weaknesses. And that's when we fail. That's when we get discouraged. That's when we want to give up on ourselves. That's when the devil comes in to attack. But Jesus wants to keep us. Uh, He wants to grow us. And he has to show us what needs strengthening. He says, your walls are ever before me. I've graven you, not your address. Not information about you, but I've graven you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. He sees, he told the Jews, he said, you have a bulging wall that is ready to break. And and in our lives, what is a a foothold can become a stronghold and take us down. And so Jesus will put you in situations that reveal to you the lack of resolution that you have, the lack of commitment, the shallow uh, love for others. He will show us what we are so that he gives us an opportunity to come to him again and again and become become strengthened and deepened in our commitment. How many of you want that process in your life? In order to have it, you have to give your heart fully to God at the start, and then he will strengthen you in order to put you through those purifying fires. I had to work with someone many years ago that just absolutely did not like me. I did not know his what his stuff was in the technical world, and and just the sight of me. He he would just, what? I mean, he didn't even try to pretend that I was a a good, you know, like one of his friends. Uh, And I remember one time, I just went back to my office, and I just started to weep. And I told the Lord, I said, God, if you would just get rid of this person, I could get on with my Christian growth. (laughs) The circumstance you gave me, it did it. The person you gave me, they did it. My background, it did it. But I'm here to tell you that whether by choice, chance, or circumstance, you were made to make it. Tomorrow, we are going to learn how to develop the mental metal to push forward and stay forward uh, in a world full of distractions and full of our own self-doubts. How many of you want to tune into that? Mm -hmm and learn how to, because you know what? Uh, Mencius, the Chinese sage, said knowledge imparts information, but not the power to execute. But once we have that power, we need a plan. And tomorrow we're going to look at that plan, a plan for rebuilding you from the inside out, so that you will have the thinking tools to push forward through every mistake, every obstacle, every challenge, until the devil can't even trick you into being disloyal. How about that? (laughs) Amen? So if that is your decision, Uh, Let's see if we have another slide left here. Yes, the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. Amen? Amen. That doesn't mean an absence of trouble. Uh, There's there's two options when you pray to God. He is either going to remove the trouble so that you can enjoy your Calgon bath, or he is going to make you strong to meet it. Which one do you think, option one, how many of you prefer option one? He solves everything, you get all the money, you win the lottery, everybody is nice, you have an absolutely fabulous circle of friends and a gorgeous appearance. How many of you would, that that would be your option, right? (laughs) And some new carpeting. (laughs) But option two is you don't get anything but trouble. But you get, strength, wisdom, perseverance, grace, peace, and joy. Which option do you think is gonna be more valuable as we approach the end of time? Which one do you think you're gonna get more often? Option one or option two? Option two, yeah, you can be, so make up your mind right now. You can be pitiful or powerful. You can go to the phone or the throne. You can complain and remain, or you can praise and be raised, amen? So how many of you want option two, you better come tomorrow. (laughs) Stand up. We're going to have closing prayer. Father in heaven, uh, there is something you want to do inside of us that is going to make us invincible. And we just have to get over the argument with you that that causes us to be so full of doubt, self-pity, being upset with you and everybody else and ourselves. That's the root of a lot of our bad habits. So I pray you just clean us up, get us up,